you're about to hear opinions that you may like. Then again, you might hear some that offend you. We don't apologize for that. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Free speech or freedom from being offended? That sounds like a silly question to me, but that's actually a big question for our nation's future, and it's not limited to college campuses. We'll talk about that in about 15 minutes. Also, just after that, short-term loans, payday loans, whatever you want to call them, I think they're a bad deal, but we're going to get a perspective from another point of view who says they might actually be good for some people. The big question, though, is should government get in between the lender and the borrower? And that's really a bigger picture question. Well, you've probably seen the headlines. Second Amendment activist, Parkland shooting survivor, Kyle Kashuv, rejected by Harvard University. They say, hey, we saw your tweets from a couple of years ago. Thanks, but no thanks. You're not welcome here. I'm joined now by Tim Jones, the former Speaker of the Missouri State House of Representatives, now a talk show host on FM News Talk 97.1 in St. Louis. And Tim, what Kyle Kashuv tweeted a couple of years ago was awful. Absolutely. I, I mean, let's let's not sugarcoat this. Let's not be tribal and say, well, but somebody else may have said this. What he said was really bad. And he says, hey, we were stupid kids. And I say both could be true at the same time. Absolutely. Well, Mike, first, hey, first of all, thanks for having me on your show. Congratulations. Oh, Great to be you. one of the first guests on the yeah. on the uh, on the new series here. And uh, yeah, you know, Mike, it's um, yeah, definitely no whataboutism about what right. he said in the past. It's uh, it, it's it should be condemned. It has been condemned. In fact. It's been condemned by Kyle himself. Right. I, I happened to catch a couple of his interviews this week leading up to your show, and he is very remorseful. I think he really realizes what he did was uh, was not fun in games. It was very harmful. However, if I had to nutshell this, Mike, I would say that for those criticizing him, predominantly and almost entirely from the left, this is not about civility at all. This is not about sanctimony or self-righteousness. It's about ideology and condemning Kyle Kashu for his ideology and his principles and his viewpoints on the Second Amendment. Here's what, let's just do, because there's some bigger questions here other than than just what he tweeted but right. what he tweeted uh as we call it the n-word and he said it over and over and over and over again in the tweets and or the text messages rather not tweets and so harvard gets a hold of this somebody leaked it to them he says just what you said tim i was wrong i was young we were trying to go for shock value there is no excuse for what i did but i've grown especially since the shooting happened after that and they've said yeah but you know we've got an interest in having the moral character right moral character of people coming into harvard and so they've said we're rescinding your acceptance now kyle kashuv unlike maybe some other of his classmates actually earned his way into harvard right graduating top of his class 1500 something on his sat but if he's got the credentials actually got to the credentials. be in Harvard. Right. Yes. And here's the thing is he Harvard's a private university. They can do whatever they want. As far as I'm concerned, they can they can make their own standards. They can be consistent, inconsistent. That's up to them. They will simply pay whatever market price there is. But the bigger question is to me, and this is why I want to have this conversation, is how long do the sins of the past haunt you? And for instance, I'm really glad that there were no text messages or screenshots or Facebook Live when I was in high school and even college. <laughs> 
because my career would be over. You and I just had Polaroids. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no one knows Which what those we are. Could cut up really easy. <laughs> That's right. You know, now I didn't say anything uh, honestly like this, but there were things that were very politically incorrect that we all say as stupid teenagers. And I'm glad that they don't haunt me now. But for somebody now, they're going to haunt you for a very, very long time. So where's the balance between accountability for your actions? Because there are consequences for your actions and there's nothing uh, wrong with that. But at what point, where do we cross the line between just hounding somebody because we can get them because we don't like them? And, and I guess the other question is, too, is, as you mentioned, Harvard is a private university, so it can do what it wants. Right. However, I guess it can also be as unfair as it wants, because yeah. my question is, are they now going back and reviewing all of the pasts of all of the people that are currently attending there? Is everyone a, a, a lily white snowflake who has never uh, once uh, transgressed into those areas of, of perhaps – uh, you know, political incorrectness. You know, Bill Maher, of all people, Mike, yep. is somebody that you and I can agree with uh, maybe a couple times a day as a broken clock is is correct. But he has been famous for going out and criticizing progressives for falling into this trap of political correctness. Yep. Now, Kal Kushov, uh, Kashuv went a little bit far. But my question is, I will I will bet you that there are people in Harvard right now that have said things in their past that are just as off color and just as inappropriate. So are they targeting him? And that's the question. Where is their accountability? Are they targeting him only because of those Facebook posts that he has shown great remorse for that he did in the past? Or are they targeting him because he has dared to be one of the Parkland kids who stood up for Second Amendment gun rights? And that leads to, I read a number of articles on this. David French had an interesting Interesting take, David. You may agree with him or disagree with him. I think he's always thought provoking. Always got a good take, though. Yes. Yeah. He says this is an era of what he called post forgiveness, and he talked about weaponizing this type of situation, specifically for ideology, like you just mentioned. So, where do we go from here? And I think David's right about that. Post forgiveness, if you're on the wrong side of things. And again, I don't want to diminish what he said, it was awful what he said in those text messages. He was 16 years old at the time, but this is the new normal. It is, and Mike, uh, this is an extreme case. Many others have been attacked and mm -hmm. criticized and had their words weaponized against them for saying much, much less, even to the point where saying something that's absolutely appropriate in language, but maybe has an ideology or a philosophy that the new intelligentsia, the new big brother, the new Orwellian oligarchy that apparently is running our liberal media industrial complex, they get to sit, Mike, as judge, jury, and executioner. And when one ideology and one philo philosophy of political correctness governs the day, the First Amendment is the amendment that's in more danger than the second. It is about politics. This is also about our culture. So let me divorce it from politics for a second, Tim, and get your thoughts on this. And Tim, and for those of you just joining us, is a former Speaker of the House of Representatives for the state of Missouri. Um, when it comes to culture, David French makes a good point. We are now not extending grace if we don't like somebody. We're not extending forgiveness if we don't like somebody, even – when they were a kid and conservatives need to be willing to do that to liberals yes 
as well. We need to do that across the board. And a lot of the commentators that I follow, you know, whether it's it's your work, uh, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson is famously taking over this issue. And what they're saying is, you know, th- those folks never call for bans. They never call for boycotts. What's happening on the left is the left used to be the party of civil liberties, right? The ACLU used to be for everybody, no matter what their political stripes. The new authoritarians, though, they're deciding, Mike, and this is frightening. They're deciding what speech is, quote, correct and what speech is incorrect. And if you give incorrect speech, then you are not only to be attacked and criticized, but banished from society. And that's what they're trying to do to Kyle Kashuf. In the last minute or so that we've got, where's the balance between accountability for saying or doing something awful versus the humanity of saying you get a second chance, especially if you were a kid at the time. Uh, you know, I always err on the side of more speech, and let's have this argument about what he said, but let's not punish him for whatever ideologies he may have. He has said, I want schools to be more safe, and right. he believes you do that through the Second Amendment. He should not be punished forever and ever, amen, for exercising his First Amendment rights, no matter how uncomfortable that may have been. All right, Tim, people want to be in touch with you. You got a very spicy Twitter account. I do. Sometimes you got to wear safety goggles at Speaker Tim Jones on Facebook or Twitter. That's at Speaker Tim Jones on Facebook or Twitter. And of course, I'm on FM News Talk 97.1 in St. Louis on Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. All right, Tim. Great to talk to you again, my Thanks, friend. Thanks, Mike. And so once you're on campus, and Kyle Kashuv will be on campus somewhere at some point, it just won't be Harvard, it may not get any easier. Find out how some colleges might be turning into the thought police and why that matters to us all. That's coming up just ahead right here on American Viewpoints. Liberal, conservative, moderate, libertarian. However you see the issues, your opinion is welcome here. Join the American Viewpoints community on Facebook. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Did you like what you heard on the show, or did my guest get it totally wrong? Or maybe I got it wrong. Either way, hear it again and share our discussions through the American Viewpoints podcast. I'm Mike Ferguson, and every segment of this show is posted as a podcast. Find it on Simplecast or Spotify, Radio Public, iHeart, or pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. A new podcast is posted every Monday through Thursday, so subscribe and keep the conversation going.